Welcome to Creepy Critters, the podcast where I talk about cryptids with guests in somewhat lower detail. My name is Jesse, and with me today is Lindsay. Hello, that is me. So, here. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to be cu- doing part two of the marvelous critters of the Puget Sound. <laughs> and they it's- are, they do seem marvelous. I haven't uh, done much of a, anything else. I've just basically skimmed this. They seem marvelous. They, they are, they are pretty good. So, so fantastical. <laughs> so, yeah, so we're going to, you know, just get started, I guess. Um, <clears throat> the Star, Friday, April 11th, 1913. Hong Kong gangway for the speed trip sucker. The Star, the Star certainly has started something. Having our attention called to a certain odd species of fish that makes their home in the waters of Puget Sound, we advocated for the establishment of a municipal aquarium where these creatures might be exhibited to the public. But we never dreamed of what really lies. Scare quotes. Really lies. Uh, we think is a good word. <laughs> uh, beneath the surface of our innocent appearing bay, after all, it seems the common citizens of Seattle could give any naturalist in the world the world cards in spades, then beat him at the o- his own game. I feel like that means something, Lindsay, does it? <laughs> does that mean something? Any naturalist in the world. Cards, cards in and sp- spades. <laughs> Wait, did you transcribe this or did you do some kind I of like... I copied and pasted. Wow, yeah. Maybe, <laughs> so. maybe like it was cards in the world, cards and spades? I have no idea. I don't know. For, for what ad- naturalist has ever heard of the cable cleaning crappie? Or the Gushington Slimeback, or the Salvager Sucker, or the Opium Pipefish. But I did cover the Opium Pipefish beforehand. Ah, uh, sad times. Yeah. But I'll listen. Yeah, I'll catch they're, up. They're, pr- they're pretty good. You should listen to it. I think it's called Weird Fishies. Okay. Um, or the two of our correspondents that bring to our attention today, here, are their letters. Editor to the Star. Noticing your laudable efforts to bring before the public eye through the columns of your most illustrious publication, The Virtues of Puget Sound's Finny Marvels, I hasten to say that it's time for the city to get busy. <laughs> Doing what? Jesus. Okay. Uh, I think your mind is too dirty. I mean, it's just... <laughs> maybe. Maybe it's just me and you. It's just always I end up saying words that... Okay. You will be able to locate many salvager suckers, opium pipefish, gushington slimebacks, and cable crappies, but the motor cop carp have almost annihilated the speed simp suckers, and unless the city hastens to get one there, unless the city hastens to get one, there will be a vacancy in the proposed aquarium for piscatorial rarities. I can't believe I just said that word correctly. I think it's correctly piscatorial. (laughs) I enclose a sketch of the speed simp made by my son, who spends much of his time with a water glass watching the antics of the fish. The speed simp suckers are equipped with a horn-like snout, which, instead of being an alarm sounder, as it appears in the sketch, is a sort of funnel through which the fish sucks its food. That fine array of teeth is for show. The fish really is without a mouth. Uh, Wow, okay. Between these, shall I say false teeth, the water passes to the gills. The sucker's favorite pastime is to race from one end of the sound to the other at top speed, endangering life and fin of the walker perch and mutt dabs. Many of these smaller fish may be found in a maimed condition as a result of the speed sim's lack of consideration for the little fellows. Yours for that aquarium, you be bluebub. <laughs> you be bluebub. Fifth Avenue West and Pike Street. So I just sent you a co- I just sent you a link with the uh oh picture my God. of the <laughs> 
Pretty you know, good. I just wonder if this thing actually exists, you know, because it's got like a trumpet. It's got like a f- hor- or like a beer stein of sorts, like on its face. It's also smiling. <laughs> I mean, it's obviously real. I mean, look at it. By the way, I'll have some picture of this up. <laughs> also, the tiny fish, like, looking terrified as it obviously swims very dangerously by is, um, that's compelling, you know? I'm I'm afraid of this fish now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just a big, it's just a big old, just, well, it's a speed simp, apparently. What? I don't know what a simp is. I don't know what a simp is either, um... What's the fish name from Pinocchio? Monstro? Wait, no. That's a whale. Wait. <laughs> is no. It, is it, there's like a fish in Pinocchio. I don't maybe it doesn't have a name. It looks like these fish though. I'm gonna see if a speed simp is something something. Or a simp. Just what's a simp? Apparently speed simpson is a thing if you look it up. A silly or foolish person is a simp. Speed simp, so like, speed fool. Yeah, let's get to the other thing we're going to talk about. Okay, so. The Star. Saturday, April 12th, 1913. Okay, One so this day is, later. Yeah, the very next day. Is this the same guy as well? No, it's a different no, one. No, no. I mean, oh it gosh. might be, I think someone, it's just a slow news month in the future <laughs> sound, but you know, it's whatever. <laughs> it seems, yeah. Uh, I, I'm i going to say I may have actually did not put the star at the beginning, the, at the beginning of this, but the star and its piscatorial research now discovers the Tom Cod, the fish, wait, you fish for it with a sponge soaked in cream. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great headline. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> <clears throat> Lindsay. Yeah, I know you. I know you do some like teacher stuff. Yeah, so I'm a teacher. Th- I don't know if you have to turn in like research or anything, but can you please slip in? You fish for it with a sponge soaked in cream. You know, just somewhere. Just somewhere like that thing, that t- tweet you had uh, however many weeks ago, a while back, you were like, oh, let's like throw in words that are random. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just but- saying, you fish for it with a sponge soaked in cream. I'm j- like, so it can implicate so many things. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that like I'd be like, hmm, I smell a sponge soaked in cr- cream and I'd be like, I'd be interested why I see a sponge soaked in cream like on a fishing line i'd probably look at it and follow it to its con- a conclusion oh yeah if i saw this just randomly i would totally look at like, it you could you could probably fish me with a sponge soaked you. In cream. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> i mean I'm not I, even me, a fish. I would be like what is that white liquidy substance on that sponge like i don't really know i don't know if i want to know I mean, but I mean, I'll, I'll follow it. I mean, I'm a very curious person with very little regard for my own safety. I think so. it would depend on like the consistency of this said cream. Like, is it like whipped cream or is it like well, heavy conditioner? Uh, see, the thing is, see, see, if like, hmm. well, this is now this is now a question. What would you? What would someone have to put on a fishing a pole <laughs> to bait you? To like to bait you to catch you. Well, I did just buy a two-pound bag of dehydrated cereal marshmallows. You see, that hurts my teeth when I think about a it. A little bit hurts my teeth too, but I've been eating handfuls of it since I got it yesterday, and so it might be like I need to not be <laughs> eating handfuls of them. <laughs> so, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say just like Lucky Charms without the cat food smelling stuff for you. Yeah, I yeah. I really hate Lucky Charms. I don't understand why people like it. It smells and looks like cat food. Just just take out all the oats, you know. The, yeah, just do the do the marshmallows. Do what I did. You can get two pounds on Amazon for thirteen dollars. <laughs> still feels like it hurts my teeth. All right, this fish. So, yeah. Okay. So uh, so hey. 
Here we go. A person who wrote into the star. What do you have to say about Tom Cods and how they get fished? Well, there's a very odd kind of fish around the San Juan Islands. These fish are called Tom Cods because although they have somewhat the appearance of a codfish, they really have the habits and instincts of a cat and also a cat's head. <laughs> so, so, Lindsay. Yeah, just gonna pause before, there. <laughs> before, just this pause, we're gonna have to talk about this. Okay. So, uh, if you put a fish, like, let's say you draw a fish, that's just a general, the shape of a codfish. Let's, let's be specific, a shape of a codfish. Should we both and draw? Then you draw? And then you draw a picture of a cat. A tomcat. You know what? It's a tomcat. We're gonna... We both know they have different instincts. What instincts can you put from a cat onto a onto a fish? Based off its body thing. Because you know what it can't do? Jump. It can't, it, it can't jump. Well, I mean, it could probably It can't flop. hold your hand. It can't hold my hand. Which, you know, it's, <laughs> well, Dexter does hold my hand. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um... It can't curl up on you and purr. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't know if that's an instinct, but I think it is. Okay. Uh, so they're not naturally cute like cats, and they also don't sound like babies like cats do. No, they do. Kitty babies sound like babies. Um, it, it could, it, In terms of the habits and instincts of a cat, P.S. Dear Listener, I'm trying real hard to not look at the rest. I'm just going off this. Um, I mean, they're both alive, hopefully. Well, I mean, I don't know if that's an instinct or just a state of not being dead, but you know. <laughs> a habit of not dying. Um. Some would say if you are alive, that's just a state. How can it have a cat's head? Because cats have noses and fish don't generally have like nostrils. Do they? Or do they? I don't. No, they do in some aspects because they, 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 they smell, quote unquote. Uh, yeah, I guess they some have blowholes that kind of operates. As well, those out. aren't those aren't those aren't fish. Those are mammals. Oh, if they have blowholes. <laughs> this is my fish knowledge. <laughs> my fish knowledge has come to an end. Obviously, it turns out turns out all of the breed biology you learned was from the Bible. <laughs> yeah, and some whales like eat people. I know about fish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's just like, I I don't think, because the reason why cats are the way they are is because they're body shape, mostly. Uh-huh. Like, maybe maybe their instinct is that they run back and forth, like, at at night. Fish also hate water. I mean, most fish don't like water, right? I, I mean, some don't need water, like lungfish. No, I mean, like, cats don't um, well, cats enjoy... Don't like- well, they don't like water, but aquatic like, aquatic <laughs> activities. But I'm just, I'm just like, well, we'll get, we're gonna go further down. Okay, let's continue. Yeah, but well, actually, you know what? It barely says anything about how it is like a fish. I mean, how this fish is like a cat. Oh, well, so we have to fill it in. Okay, let's finish the reviewer edit letter. Um, yeah. So the next bit, okay, after this writer says, uh, habits and instincts of a cat, and also a cat's head, set, continues. Tom Cods won't bite at a fish hook. Some fishermen say the best method is to train dogfish to catch them. Others declare that bullheads make the best catchers. An Irishman by the name of Ben Swanson has had better success catching Tom Cods than any other fisherman on the islands. Swanson uses a ten-penny nail, bent in the middle, and tied on the end of a long silk cord, which, in turn, is suspended from a bamboo pole. That seems, like, what? 1913? Is this how they were fishing back then? Like, I mean, that's definitely a thing that someone could do for a fishing pole. Like, yeah, but I mean, 1913, it's not like the Dark Ages, right? Like, well... I don't know. What do I know about fishing? I mean, this was Obviously. the time when the KKK were, like, a actual, like, prominent political party, so. On, on the nail is fastened a small sponge soaked in cream. Hey, um, Lindsay. Yeah. We're not to the p- horny part of the episode yet. 
Oh, there is a horny part. Oh, good. There's okay. a horny part. I have a dedicated horny part. Gosh. Uh, how lucky am I? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, when the tomcod begins to suck this sponge, nine bullets. Oh, what the fuck? Okay, I forgot how many bullets. Nine. <laughs> Is the number nine bullets must be immediately fired into the fish's head. Oh my god. Two revolvers are sometimes found necessary for this operation, unless a large magazine gun is used. Okay. If only eight bullets take effect, the tomcod would still get away with one life left. This is generally a discouraging situation, but patience must be cultivated and marksmanship, marksmanship thoroughly mastered. These fish are highly prized by fashionable New Yorkers and are served at nearly every exclusive luncheon on Fifth Avenue. The largest toms bring about $15 a piece. Bernard Ozone. Or, I don't know if that's the name or the next bit. So it's got nine lives like a cat, and then it's sucking on a sponge soaked in cream. But cats are also, cats are also like lactose intolerant. Did you know that? Oh, they supposed to. Yeah, you're not supposed to feed him milk. It well, gets her tum-tums all messed up. I don't give him milk, but sometimes I give him C-H-E-E-S-E. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, Leave see, that I was just like, in. why are you Leave spelling? <laughs> like, why are you spelling <laughs> something? I'm just going, oh, okay. Yeah, no, no, yeah, because they're here, so, you know. Oh yeah, they 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 would start mauling and be like, "Well, it turns out you're cheese now, and you eat." <laughs> it's, it's you know, it's real. <laughs> but that's um, so funny. Yeah, but yeah, cats aren't supposed to have uh, cats aren't supposed to have milk. It hurts their huh. tum tums. Oh, yeah, tom cods. Wow. Yeah, also pep- also peppermint. No, no. Around oh cats. yeah, I knew that about okay. peppermint. Yeah, yeah, I knew that about peppermint. I didn't know that about milk. Quick PSA, peppermint's a no-go. It is amazing that you need to do it basically at the same time. Uh, two revolvers are sometimes found necessary for this operation. I mean, like, I, I guess it's like a cat. How cat, Is it? So. Into the fish's head, which is a cat head. So you have to shoot this cat, this tom cat cod fish. Nine times in the head that looks like a cat. I wouldn't be able to. It's eyes. I'd be like, oh, look at your eyes. Yeah. That's super sad. It is. I don't like this. I don't like this Bernard Ozone. But also, (laughs) like, can you think of the dog? Can you think of the dogfish, how they're treated? Probably like dogs in this case, right? Yeah, but like how... On leashes, I imagine. Also, but the the idea the idea of pets like having like a loving relationship with their pets didn't really exist till around the seventies. So yeah, so uh, they probably just like look at that fucking cat. Bam, bam, Actually, bam, bam. Actually, I'll tell you. I don't know if it'll make the episode, but there's this great public domain library, and there was this little experimental film from the forties. It was called something like "The Private Life of a Cat" or something. It's twenty two minutes long. It involves a female cat giving birth to five babies, and I could only watch like two of them being born because it was like very graphic. And um, I was like, oh my gosh, this looks like an alien. And um, But it's super cute. It's like Milo and Otis for the 40s. It's and, and without, hopefully, because it was the filmmaker's own pets. So also, it's like some of the first, some of the first, like, animals, like, photographed for, like, cats as well. So it's like, it's like, yeah. just, like, it's like, have you ever seen the first photo that was ever taken for, of a cat? No. It's majestic. It's Aww. cats are always majestic. I sent you that picture of that ad from uh, that oh, old Oh, yeah, ad, I love Honey but, Boy. Which I thought was hilarious because, it, I mean, the ad, I don't know if other people got it, but it was like, this guy takes pictures of women and children, and then the picture that is like advertised to show off his photography skills for women and children is a cat called Honey Boy. <laughs> well, obviously, all cats are girls and all dogs are boys. Obviously. So I did a, a another episode. I think it was also in the Whiff and Poof episode. It was called the Whiff and Poof, and I think it was also in the Weird Fishies episode, uh-huh. um, where you have to catch in a very specific way. 
But this one is just like, just shoot it with a gun. The other one you had to like spit tobacco juice in its eye and lure it in with like Lindenberg cheese and oh, wow. cut a square hole in the water. Is it like a super, another fancy fish like this one it's, that it's was $15? A, and, it's uh, a fancy fish. fish that tastes so good. You can o- and it only exists in perfectly round ponds and you have to cut a square hole in it. And when you catch it, and it's on, uh, when you catch it, you have to catch it with uh, stinky cheese and Lindenburg cheese is the one that's recommended. And when it, <laughs> when it goes up and eat it, you have to spit tobacco juice in its eye. And when it's, when it's like all like, just like, what the fuck are you doing? You just spit <laughs> tobacco juice in my eye. Yeah. You scoop it up. This fish is sponsored by cheese and tobacco. <laughs> yep. But the whiff and poof. But this one's just like, hey. Put some cream on a sponge and then just blast the fuck out of this catfish. <laughs> Super sad. An anonymous cream. Yeah, so let's let's look at the last one. So this one's two days later. Yeah, so the star, Monday well, it was Friday and then Monday. It makes sense. Okay. The star, Monday, April 14th, 1913. We asked the mayor in fi- AIDS and fish research, and we discovered a new one. <laughs> the star has approached the uh, mayor, um, uh, mayor, yes, mayor Cotteril, with the proposition of building a municipal aquarium in which to exhibit the rare and wonderful fish shown in this paper's researcher re- researches. I guess uh, to exist in Puget Sound, we suggested that. A commission of several gentlemen might be appointed to investigate the feasibility of this plan. I am not quite ready to commit myself to this, or commit myself. Well, I'm not ready to commit myself either, (laughs) Um, the mayor said. Let us wait and see further developments will justify such a move. Another letter uh, reached the star today, and it follows. I have been reading with considerable interest this being published in the star regarding the rare fish which inhabit puget sound waters the account of the cable cleaning crappie was particularly interesting and has prompted me in writing you regarding the more interesting and valuable aquatic wonder the cable trouble hunting eel (laughs) of which i am sure you have not heard Maybe maybe they just made it up after they heard about the cable clean crappie. <laughs> They're just like, well, what would fuck up that fish? <laughs> <laughs> the cable trouble hunting eel. Uh, this uh. fish has long been well known to those whose business is connected with submarine cables. But the trouble hunter is of such valuable assistance to them in the location of cable trouble that they have jealously guarded the knowledge of his existence for fear that he might become the prey of some inquisitive rare species hunter. Okay, so this fish is now singular and masculinized. Like, he. Well, it, it's, <laughs> well, it is, it's one fish who is very good at his job. It's he, him pronouns. I feel like you need to respect that. <laughs> that's fine. He identifies as a he. That's totally cool. It's too bad there aren't more of these eels so he can have friends, you know? I mean, yeah, I mean, I wish there was more than one, but it's just a singular eel. (laughs) Just one eel. Okay. This water snake is very much like the electric eel. (laughs) Okay. In addition to the electrical power plant of the eel, the trouble hunter is provided with two long tendrils and connected internally through through the eel's battery with very delicate and sensitive diaphragm with a very delicate and sensitive diaphragm which responds to the slightest change in its electrical system when the tendrils come in contact with any conducting medium the electric current is set in motion okay but the water is like can like that's electrically conducive <laughs> A week or so ago, the newspapers contained accounts of the breaking of the Alaskan cable, which rims along the ocean bottom from Seattle to Sitka. When the electricians in the cable office here detected the break, the trouble hunter was duly notified and immediately started out over the cable lying at the bottom of the sea. 
From time to time, the eel would cut in and test with, test with the office at this end. Finally, it lost signals from the Seattle station and picked up the Sitka signals, which indicated... I just copied and paste, so if it's a typo, it's a typo in the paper. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Going back over the cable carefully, the point where the break occurred was located, and after duly notifying the Seattle station of the exact location of the fault, the eel connected a tendril to each end of the cable, thereby establishing communication between the two stations. The cable ship burns. The cable ship Burnside was then started out to pr- permanently repair the break and relieve the trouble hunter in his long vigil. L. Obster. See, I feel like L. Obster is a fake name. <laughs> what? What would? Uh, what would give you that? Uh, that looks, predilection. Well, it just looks like lobster. But like Bernard Ozone doesn't do anything. Ubi blue blah, that's funny. A lobster, that's funny. But, so... So, electric, electricity is a conductor, but it tends to conduct out, like, in a flat line. Uh-huh. Like, when lightning strikes, when lightning strikes, uh, like, a large body of water, it tends to go across the surface, and in water, in water, it dissipates. Like, because, like, the, the, like, the energy dissipates. Oh. Especially in, like, larger areas. So, okay. it'd be different if you're in, like, a smaller pool, but if they're in the Puget Sound, which is connected to the Atlantic Ocean. It wouldn't. I'm not Atlantic Ocean, Pacific Ocean. Uh-huh. Then you don't have to really worry about it. That's yeah, why, that like... Would- that's why, like, sense. when lightning strikes, like, the ocean, you don't get five million dead fish. Yeah, that's just, what I was thinking, actually. I yeah. was like, wait, I think there's actually something wrong with my logic yeah, here. Yeah, it, dis- it dissipates, <laughs> you know. Okay. So, um, but yeah, uh, so, this is a thing. So, this is a thing. It is. So, so which one was your favorite? Um, I don't like the shooting of the cat head. Um... Well, 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 we're not talking about how to catch it right now. It's just, which one is your favorite? The Trouble Hunter eel, I mean, um, seems super useful. I, I, it's, too ba- it's too bad that there was only one and we can't continue using them in these kind of manual labor kind of things. I mean, can you imagine the Trouble Hunting eel? Like, <laughs> like I don't know. Taking repairing, a- repairing the undersea internet lines that go across the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, uh, you know, taking a camera down into the Mariana Trench or wherever they can't go because it's too deep or whatever. That'd be cool. Also, I don't think people think about it this much. The world is literally connected by giant cables that run across the bottom of the ocean. You know how, like, great that is? It's pretty, it's pretty cool. It's pretty See, my only problem with the uh, cable trouble hunting ill is I think it might be a scab. Like, I feel like if they were going on, like, if, like, all the cable repairmen were on strike, oh, they would just call on it, it would just go in and... Bring bring in the eels. Um, yeah, I feel like it would be a scab. And, I and, could like, see and that. And in, in, in the world where, like, labor is, is, especially in America, not treated as well as it should be. And we should be having a mass uprising against our capitalist overlords and cutting off their heads. You know, like, I feel like we can't have scabs. Well, like actually, this. I mean, I agree with you, um, even though I go to Amazon.com every day. Um, I mean, I do, too. That's, it's <laughs> ba- we, we live in a capitalist society, so until we can get rid of the capitalist society, we still have to, you know, live in it. Yeah. So. Uh, but I would actually go further. I would say this is like the a- the animal version of AI like where the cable trouble hunting eel it wouldn't oh. be a scab actually it would just take the jobs away oh so okay it's more like automation okay i can understand well but the thing is with with the state of labor labor nowadays like automation would just be lining more more money into the capitalist overlords and mm-hmm. instead of doing what automation should do and reduce the need for labor. Yeah. But then what are people going to do with their lives? Just sit around. 
podcast? We still work. We you still have to work. <laughs> yeah. Gig. But part of but part of the reason why we create better tools to do jobs that would used to take hours to do is to reduce the need for that labor. And yeah. I th- and our goal should be to reduce the need for us to have to work at all. Yeah. But, you know, but we as Americans are taught that if we don't work we're worthless. We're bad people. When, but Shameful. when our capitalist overlords, uh, they don't do any work of value, but they, you know, reap all the productivity and profit off of, sorry. Well, they're supposed to be the quote unquote job makers, but the people who really bug me are the people who like inherited money, like probably L. Obster's offspring, like inherited all of the Obster fortune. And, like, then they just sit around being trust fund babies, and it's like, what are you doing? Well, no, they're, they're just, you know, they they uh, they are getting more rich off the backs of the working class when they do not provide the labor or the productivity. L. Obster, the fourth or whatever, is, like, basically Kim Kardashian just hanging out, um, making out with Brody Jenner's wife uh, on a boat. And you know what? I feel like we need to sharpen the guillotines already and get rid of these dirty obsters. Get rid of the obsters. Down the obsters. Down or- the obsters. <laughs> down with the obsters. Okay, sorry. Uh, but yeah, let's get to my second favorite segment of the show. Uh, can they get it? Just did a bad thing. We're going to go through these individually. And this is not if you want to. It's if anyone would possibly want to. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, I've, I feel so like I've done go- this once before. But we're going to. Yeah. But I. Okay. I'm just. I just. So I'm- let's do it. Okay. So first, the speed sim sucker. Now. So I set the bar. So the bar is extremely low. I think someone would want to definitely have sex with a speed sim sucker. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna say, it's it's probably a yes. And uh, the only reason why is the bar is very low. Most <laughs> don't get above it, but the bar is very low. And I feel like the point where I put the uh, the rump, which is basically just a uh, which is basically just a piece of cloth with suckers at the bottom of it, and I said definitely yes. I feel like anything that has sucking in its name has to be yes. Could be, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because I be... mean, you know, it's like My... this. But the thing is, I feel like it would, you know, try to speed through it. You know, too much. You know, it doesn't enjoy things. So you're you're hung up on the sucking bit, which makes sense. And I hear you. What I'm thinking of is the speed aspect. So my first thought was actually like James Dean, American Graffiti, like drag racing fish. <sighs> but is it as charming? <laughs> I don't I mean, think it is. Maybe there is a charming speed simp sucker out there. I'm sure there is. I mean, so well, I mean... It has, like, false teeth, so that might be, like, stimulating in some way. Or if you take it out, I bet you that's a thing. Oh, my God. I bet you that's a thing where you take out the false teeth and then it's a sucker. I mean, that's for sure this fish is getting a lot of action way more than I am. (laughs) I mean, we're both depressed shut-ins, so, I mean... (laughs) Uh, you know, <laughs> I don't think I don't think it's a. I don't think we're like rolling in it. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have compared myself to this fish. But <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why. <laughs> it was just like she's she's just like trying to swim. I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> what I'm saying is your game is very weak. You need to start acting like a human when trying oh, to attract people. <laughs> I know. I'm a, I'm on some dating apps, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you just respond with blub blub because you know, you can't speak when you're out of water. Blub blub. Yeah. Oh, that's probably it. A uh, blub blub. Blub. Oh, that's it. Blub. That's totally the name. 
Okay, so I'm going to so, say, so based off of what it looks like, I'm going to say yes, but it's going to be very disappointing. I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, normally when you, when you say, you know, this person is a very, is very good in bed, like, them going really fast is not a, like, high up on the list. Actually, that is also true. I hear you. And also, the speed of this particular fish is already known to be dangerous. I mean, look yeah, at this. Endangering life and fin of the walker perch and mutt dabs. And, so, and, and I mean, and that would, that would like, you know, if not to get uh, too gross, but you know, if that was going towards your bits, male, male or female, it would hurt a lot. Yeah. Many of these smaller fish may be found in a maimed condition. Gosh, I don't yeah, like saying, thinking don't, about I, that. Actually. You know, you don't, you don't want broke junk. But sometimes, maybe there's people who are into that, you know? Like, I'm sure. Uh, Actually, I, yeah, people pierce things. Yeah, but they're, but not, but not at like 60 miles an hour. <laughs> God. Oh. Just. <laughs> okay. I, I still, I still believe this I, no, fish I, 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 is I'm still, getting some. I, I'm going to say, I'm going to say yes, but it's going to be disappointing or hurt. So, and not in a good way. So. Let's get to the to okay. the to the next one. The the cod the well the Tom Cat cod. One. Yeah. Um can they get it? Um It's basically just a cat head fish. Yeah. See, there's not anything special really about it. Like cause like when cause when people say they're like into like cat girls and it's some people cat boys. Which by sure. the way, look up some cat boy anime. Those are also extremely cute. But uh but like it's normally because they're like ninety eight percent human. Or ninety five percent human. Cats? No, no, like when people are into like cat stuff. Like on the internet. So, so I feel like if you took that, if I feel like if you took that and just put it to a fish, I'm gonna say no. Um, I feel like this particular fish would be a really good friend. Um, one possibly with benefits, but not like not sexual, like no cuddle. No, this fish this would is, be a great cuddler. This is this is a one. Uh, this is a one you. Uh, you text after you break up with someone and say you're such a good friend. Yeah. And then, and, but then, but then, but then, it turns out they turn into an incel, and you know, and then you have to, then you have to, like, you know, break up with them, break friendship, break up, and you know, it's just gonna get a bit you know. messy, messy. Yeah, I feel like you shouldn't even be friends with it. What's an incel? Point. I've heard this word before. <sighs> Please don't. Okay, we'll talk about it later. Look it up. Or look I'll it up. Look it up. Yeah, look it up okay. later. There's multiple murders involving it. They're against murders. Like, yeah, multiple murders. But I feel I feel like a tom cod would turn into an incel. That's just what I'm saying. As much as I as much as I love cats, I don't like the one of the things that make them nice to be around is they're cute and cuddly when they want to be, and just transferring that over to a fish. First off, it's a fish. Second off, <laughs> second off, like its fur would be all wet, and it'd only be its head. Yeah, unless it'd only be its head, and also like cats like to bite randomly, and they get flighty, and you know. I wonder I, how I much. Uh, let's just. I'm, I'm gonna look up how much. Uh, like fifteen dollars in nineteen thirteen. Oh, it'd probably be like high up there. It'd probably be like around a hundred something. At least. Be three eighty-eight seventy-four. So three. one one fish would be like a four hundred dollar catch, basically. Yeah, so it'd be like a high-end, like multi-course meal, basically. Super fancy, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm just gonna say no. I'm gonna say like yeah. I think my impulse my said no. Yeah, no. Yeah, so. I'm just gonna say no. Now, now the ill here, though. The the cable trouble hunting ill. The cable, I'm going to say yes. I, I think the cable trouble hunting eel reminds me of Ed from Big Little Lies. 
Did you see that? No, okay. I haven't. <laughs> well, Ed is just this like really nice guy who's like super supportive and understanding, like almost to a fault for himself. You know, uh, he just super just nice guy. And I feel like this cable trouble hunting eel seems like just a serviceful servant. I don't know, not like the servant of the public. You know, doing all this work and labor and uh... see, I. F- so what I feel like, what I feel like is, um, you would it would be a great relationship, but it would probably turn one sided really quickly. Uh-huh. Because like it would want to do everything for you, but yeah. it's too insecure for you to do anything for it, which can get very grating in a relationship. It can, yeah, yeah. So, and I'm not saying, and I know I'm saying like, hey, do you want to fuck this thing? I and I'm gonna say. <laughs> And I'm going to say that uh, that the possibilities, though, are very interesting. Electric play is a thing that, uh, you know, a decent amount of people do. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it could probably, it probably could control how much it, you know, voltage-wise and stuff. And, yeah. You know, it's, it's also shaped like a cylinder. I mean, that's also just universal. Like, you could do things with this thing. So. Trouble hunting eel. I mean, so it, it can focus on something and find something. Within so, the I whole mean, vast ocean, so I mean, I feel like, I mean, I feel like it would find your spots. <laughs> no, yeah, people have different spots. Yeah, yeah, so, totally, uh, totally. Uh, I, I think this eel is top of the line. Yeah, that's top. Of the I'm gonna, I'm gonna say yes. Yeah, like, and I think, and I think it's gonna be, and I think it's gonna be a mostly giving relationship. Yep, on its end. And it would hate if you like look. It would hate if you like looked at it like in a sexual way, but it would enjoy being like sexual with you. Yeah, totally. We're not projecting on these fish. At I'm all. not um, projecting at all. I'm, I, so, <laughs> so I'm gonna say yes as well. But I feel like it would get grating after a while because it would only do stuff to you. Yeah. So. Yeah. Totally. Totally a giver. Yeah. So. Yeah, let's get to my favorite uh, part of the episode. Uh, make it sexy slash make it YA slash just make a story. And this is where we make a story about these cryptids that would appeal to today's youth. So what do you think you would do with these with these creatures? Is it so they they each get their own show or narrative or uh, something? They, you would put them together. Oh, it's all in one fishy show. Um, boo, 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 boo. I would say that they're all friends. I think that they're all friends. It's like cars, but for fish. And like, there's the, the speedy one. Um, and he's like called speedy. Uh, <laughs> they totally sidestep the bit about the false teeth. Um, or they make it a joke. I'm not sure. And his best friend is this catfish. And maybe, maybe they even recast the trouble hunting eel as a villain. I mean, eels are typically villainous, I feel. But, I mean, we all, we already said that we think that this particular fish is a super fish. But, you know, it could be like a twist. Like, you know, uh, Maleficent. Like, you know, casting the, uh, good one as the bad one. So. I'm thinking, and I'm not throwing away your idea there, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. but I'm thinking, I just want the, I just want the Tom Cod to be a drug dealer somehow. That's just what I'm imagining. I'm imagining like a really like li- real scrappy, like skinny, like definitely on heroin most of the time. Oh, uh, okay. Type of fish. Mm-hmm. Like I want to do a crime noir almost. Okay, so when you're saying youth, you don't mean children. Oh. <laughs> uh, when I say youth, when I say youth, I just mean I put that in there as a guideline, and I will break it immediately. Okay. <laughs> but but like I'm, I'm thinking like a crime noir type thing. Okay. Okay. Like okay. maybe. Okay. So so okay. The speed simp. Is actually like the bad guy that it, no one thinks is a bad guy at first. Uh huh. 
he he gets his rocks off by running over like innocent like fish and basically like you know like maiming them and stuff. And it's up to the trouble uh the trouble hunting ill uh to you know find this this murderer this hit and wa- run artist the troublemaker yeah and the trouble and the trouble hunt and it's it's just uh it's just hunting the speed sip a uh, shift sip simp simp bad name <laughs> it's a bad name yeah. so uh and uh and the tom cod is basically like it's ci or informant um okay. And it gets all of its information from, like, the junkies that it sells heroin to in the back alleys. The fish, I mean, the cat one is also a drug dealer. Yes. Who also def- is high on heroin. It nods off in the middle of dunk conversations and you just hate it. Nods off, like, because he's on drugs or, like, narcoleptic? On drugs? He's, yeah, he's on heroin. Oh. Have you never? I mean, I'm not saying, okay. I mean, I've seen The Wire. I mean, I I talked <laughs> I to people who were on heroin before. It's real annoying. They just nod off randomly. It's just like they're just like slow. It's like, but not like a cool slow like people get like when they're smoking like weed or anything. Where it's just like you know chill. It's just like they're falling asleep basically. Like you see their brain shut down and then they wake up and it's like, dude, like you know, get off it. That's get pretty much it. me on weed, actually. Though I get. I don't. I'm. You won't get into it. <laughs> okay. It's technically illegal where I live. So, uh, but boy, well, it is. It's 100 percent illegal. Where I live. <laughs> 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 There's no technical. It's 100 percent illegal. It just but, is. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I just like the I I like the idea of the trouble hunting, ill like being like a trouble hunter. You know. Yeah, I could see it. Yeah. Yeah. And the cat, well, the t- Tom Cod is kind of playing both sides. And well, it's just an informant. Like he just doesn't, you know, like he he has his he has his cl- claws. He doesn't have claws because it's fish. He has his fins in the <laughs> underground or underworld. Uh huh. Or underground works as well. Uh huh. Yeah, like sells sells drugs to everyone. The to the. To to the uh, I'm trying to think of like 20s terms, and I can't. Uh, to the hep caps, and I can't do it. I can't do it. To <laughs> to yeah, the rich people and to the to the poor people, yeah. plays both sides. So he like gets his guts, his fins, and a lot of pies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I would watch that. I'd, I it, of course it'd be animated animated like that um maybe claymation or something oh claymation yeah i <laughs> like the idea of a uh of a uh heroin adult fish nodding off in claymate claymation <laughs> <laughs> take a lot of work <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um i think we're pretty much done um uh do you have anything else to say um I don't think so. This has been fun, though. These are crazy fish. Um, I think it's cool that you're going back through old stuff. I was actually looking at old stuff as well. I was trying to find some public domain stuff, and uh, I found this um, electric corset that like purported to heal women of all their various ailments, including paralysis. So... <laughs> okay, so, wait. I'm loving all this old stuff that we've been finding. So... Wouldn't <laughs> your face <laughs> like I'm trying to? Wouldn't it be? It heals like diabetes, dyspepsia, uh, bloating. Like I can't think of other things, but like all anything that you can associate with being a human, really, even <laughs> not even like women. But all these doctors who all are male. Um, say that it's really great for women. No, like the only thing, like the only thing I can think of, a, like a vibrated corset would be fun with is like maybe like, like nipple play. Maybe I don't know. I mean, thing. it didn't say vibrating. I mean, I imagine it probably vibrated, but it said electric, electric corset. And so I'm just thinking I don't want to be wearing that first of all, and and second, like. Again, kind of with electricity and water, I just don't think like it's a safe device. Yeah, like it's. I'm. I'm now confused. 
I'm going to be, this is, I'm, this is a, a virus in my head. I'm going to be thinking about it a lot. All right. Like, why would, like, electric? Why would you have electric? Yeah, so let's do plugs. Um, my name is Lindsay, and I am one of the hosts of uh, 33% Pulp, where we read and recap books in thirds. Um, we are, at time of recording, we're finishing up our fifth season, which means we have 25 books out there for you to listen to, and we'll be starting our sixth season starting um, October 2019. Oh. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, oh, you can find us on yeah Twitter at 33 underscore pulp. On Instagram, we're at 33 pulp. Yeah, so my uh, podcast is the well, my one of my podcasts is called uh, Alphabet Flight, where I talk about uh, Marvel characters three times a week. Um, I also have another podcast called Limited Theories, where I talk about uh, well, I talk about Marvel limited series issue by issue with uh should be guest favorite rob listen to that if you want to hear about by the time this comes out rocket raccoon or cosmic ghost rider we also have a batman episode out um so this has been creepy critters and like you know follow the speed limit just because you want to go fast like you know sometimes there's kids in the road and like you know their little legs can only go so far bye bye